Rusty Quill presents. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. This is entry 3106 titled Boy in the Devil's Costume. Ooh, seasonal. Written by an exchange member going by the name Blair Daniels. Recorded by Mark LaBeouf. I hate Halloween, for many reasons. I have to answer the door every ten minutes. I have to pretend like I'm excited to give bratty kids free candy. I have to stay inside because driving on a road filled with crazy running children gives me panic attacks. I plop down in the chair by the window, 
Hordes of children in garish costumes ran down the sidewalks, shepherded by their tired mothers. I sighed as a group of children crossed the street and started towards my house. Ding! The doorbell chimed, echoing inside the house. I heaved myself up, grabbed my bag of Milky Ways, and walked towards the door. Trick or treat! Five kids stood on the doorstep. A few princesses, a Batman, and a devil. I unceremoniously grabbed handfuls of candy and popped them in each kid's bag. One murmured, thank you, and the rest were ungrateful little brats. Can I have more? I looked up. The devil kid was staring at me, holding out his bag. His blonde hair shone in the porch light, and his eyes were piercing ice blue. There was something oddly familiar about him, but I couldn't place it. Sure, I replied. I dropped a few more Milky Ways in the bag. He didn't thank me, he just silently turned around and walked off my porch following the other children. (sighs) I shut the door and returned to my perch by the window. I watched as the four children walked off my lawn, joining a mother at the end of the driveway. Then the group disappeared into the shadows of dusk. Scarcely two minutes later, the doorbell rang again. Ding! I grabbed my bag of Milky Ways and tromped to the door. I straightened my blouse, plastered a smile on my face, and swung the door open. Trick or treat! A similar mix of kids. Two Elsas, Marshall from Paw Patrol, and a ninja. How scary you all look, I said. They giggled and swarmed around the candy. All except for the ninja. He stood back from the rest, silently watching. His entire face was covered in black cloth, save for his chilling blue eyes. Thank you! The kids cheered, stepping off the porch. As they did, the ninja kid stepped forward. His eyes glinted in the porch light, and even though his mouth was covered, I could tell he wasn't smiling. Can I have more? He said. My blood rang cold. It was the same voice. I stood there in the doorway, frozen. The Milky Way bag hung limply from my hands. There's no way he could have changed costumes that fast. How how can it be him? This must be some kind of joke. Can I have more? He asked again. I snapped out of my thoughts. Sure, of course, I said. I threw a large handful of Milky Ways in his plastic jack-o'-lantern candy bowl. And that's when I noticed it was empty. If he'd been trick-or-treating all evening, how could it be empty? Hey, I said. Are you okay? He had already turned away, running back across my lawn. In seconds, he was gone, camouflaged by the dusky shadows among the fellow (sighs) trick-or-treaters. I sat back down in the chair and stared at the floor. I didn't want to look out at the swarms of kids anymore. Just wanted to be alone. Those blue eyes. I know I've seen them before. And not under good circumstances. 
Whenever I'd seen them before, something bad or embarrassing must have happened at the same time. Seeing them again filled me with an inexplicable dread. I ran my fingers through my hair. Maybe he came to the house last year. But that didn't make any sense either. Last year I'd been at my ex-boyfriend, Drew's house. We'd gotten into a terrible fight that lasted hours, and I'd left late. I hadn't handed out a single piece of candy. Tap. My head jolted up. Tap, tap. Through my own reflection in the glass. In the dark shadows of dusk I could make out something. A pair of blue eyes. I jumped back with a terrified shriek. I grabbed the cord and pulled. The blinds dropped with a clatter. His footsteps raced over the damp grass, fading into the night. Who the hell is he? I didn't have time to think about it. Ding! I didn't. I didn't want to answer the door and see that kid again. Ding! Ding! But I also couldn't listen to that doorbell ring for ten minutes. I heaved myself out of the chair, forced a smile, and swung it open. Trick or treat! My eyes glanced over the trick or treaters nervously. A fairy with curly hair, an Incredibles boy with brown eyes, and a little girl in a tutu. None of them were him. I breathed a sigh of relief. Here you go, I said with a grin. I was so relieved, I gave each of them about ten Milky Ways. They squealed in delight and scampered back towards their parents, and I slowly pushed the door closed. It squeaked against the hinges, and then slammed shut. I returned to my chair. I glanced at my phone. 8.19pm. The din of children outside was finally fading. When I peeled back the blinds, the flow of little costumed figures was heading towards the main road. Within twenty minutes, the noises faded to silence. I flipped through a book, checked my texts, and got comfortable. Ding! I picked up the candy bag, which was now nearly empty. Only four fun-sized bars floated in the bottom. I hope it's not more than four kids. It wasn't. It was just one child. He was wearing some sort of werewolf costume. The outfit was black, tufts of fur haphazardly taped to his body. On his head was a hideous mask. The plastic snout was contorted into a snarl revealing yellow teeth. Fake blood dripped from its mouth, caking the fur on its shoulders. Do you want some candy? I asked, my voice starting to waver. I glanced at the road. It was empty. All the kids were gone. A terrible dread sunk in my heart. My hand quivered on the doorknob. Can I have more? I slammed the door shut in his face. I clicked the locks. I ran to the back door and locked that as well. I closed all the windows and then I threw myself into the chair. And I sobbed. The costume was familiar, horribly familiar, the yellow sightless eyes, the pointed plastic teeth, familiar and alien all at once. 
I wrapped my arms around my knees and sat there motionless on the couch, listening to the silence. Thump. I jolted up. My heart throbbed in my chest. I whipped around, looking for the source of the noise. Hello? I called into the void. Thump. It was coming from the living room. I squinted in the shadows, trying to make sense of the shapes. I could see the silhouette of the floor lamp near the window, the bulky outline of the couch, and something stood between them. Something short, with a horrible, contorted face. Can I have more? The voice quietly called out of the darkness. How did you get in here? I scrambled back into the family room. The golden light enveloped me and I felt slightly better. He's probably just some lost kid, I told myself. I'll call the police. They'll find his parents. It's just some misunderstanding. We'll find your parents. Okay? I said, choking back the fear. Let me just make a call. We'll get you home safe, okay, buddy? He didn't reply. Instead, he took a step forward. As he came towards the light, I saw there was something terribly off about him. His head tilted strangely to one side. With each step, his body lurched forward unnaturally. Are you okay? I asked. Can I have more? I backed into the family room. I fumbled for my phone, but it was gone. I grabbed at anything I could find, and my hands latched onto the near-empty candy bag. This? I asked. Is this what you want? The child didn't reply. He took a step forward. Here! You can have it! Just take it, please! In my terrified state, I threw it at him. The bag bounced off his chest and landed at his feet. He didn't pick it up. Can I have more? I gave you more. He looked at me with those horribly familiar blue eyes. And then he stopped. He stood just feet from me, hands hanging stiffly at his sides. I took a step back and hit the wall. I was concerned. Who are you? I yelled. My plan to stay calm and call the police was long gone. I descended into panic. Why won't you leave me alone? The tiny pupils fixed on me. And he spoke. For the first time, he didn't ask for more. Do you remember? What are you talking about? Do you remember what you did to me? His high-pitched, lisping voice was muffled through the mask. Do you remember what you did one year ago? One year ago. One year ago, on Halloween night. The memories flooded back to me. I was storming out of my Drew's house, fuming, swearing I'd never see him again. Slam! The sound of the car door cut sharply through the night. The engine revved underneath me. The headlights blinked into the darkness. I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking about the fight. I, I didn't even glance behind me before I backed out of the driveway. 
<sighs> and even if I had, I never would have seen him. The black werewolf costume rendered him nearly invisible in the darkness. I didn't call the police. I didn't call for help. I just peeled out of the neighborhood before anyone can see what I'd done. Do you remember, Eliza? The child cocked his head at an even greater angle as he stared at me through the mask. Do you remember now? I do. I do. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I was upset. I wasn't paying attention. Can I have more? Can you have more of what? I asked. Can I have more time? More time? More time alive. I wish, I wish I could give that to you. My breath shuddered in my throat. I wish, wish I could give you life. You can. You can. He replied his voice suddenly becoming raspier. Just give me yours. I stared at him. My heart ached for the poor child in front of me. It was all my fault. I ran him over. I did this to him. I backed away, further into the room. He advanced quickly, walking towards me in swift strides. You don't have a choice, he said. W what are you talking about? Trick or treat. I bolted for the door. I yanked it open, ran out across the yard, screamed out into the night. I didn't stop until one of the neighbors found me, standing in the middle of the road, absolutely incoherent. That was one year ago. In two days, it will be Halloween again. I've already seen him. A small figure crossed the street, dressed all in black, watching me, waiting, wearing a hideous werewolf mask. Tiny Terrors is an anthology horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. This episode was directed by Cole Weavers, with sound production and editing by Mike Lebeau. To find additional information or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website, www.tinyterrorspod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tiny Terrors Pod. Or join the Pulp Audio Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. And finally, thanks for listening. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.